Hey, so I just wanted to let everybody know, big spoiler warning for anybody listening to this bonus episode of The Basement this week. Spoiler warning if you have not seen season four of Stranger Things. Uh, maybe not listen to this and either go start it, finish it. If you haven't even started the show, um, you can listen to this, but we're going to spoil season four, basically, because me and my guest today have a lot to talk about because we're big fans of what we saw in the past month and a half. Um, if you've only seen part of it, uh, maybe still go finish it. Um, I don't know. I'm dragging this out for too long. Just big spoiler warning for season four of Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, but if you have seen it all, enjoy. Welcome to the basement. All right, so um, it's been a it was a wild weekend for a lot of people. Um, probably actually not really that wild because uh, you just sat at home and watched four hours of two two episodes that are close to four hours in length on Netflix because Stranger Things finished off their season four this past weekend, uh, season four, volume two, and um, it's time that I bring somebody back on the basement. And uh, I gotta say, uh, Corey Dominic, um, it's 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 long overdue that you came back. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, actually, this was like kind of your idea. <laughs> of course, it is. So, I, if you uh, like, if you go on the uh, Basements Instagram page, I think Corey was all over it. We were talking Stranger Things, and I was thinking, well, it was me posting. I was just like should I do like a quick little bonus episode this week for stranger things? Like I already got yeah. Monday's episode prepped, ready to go. Maybe I can drop it on Tuesday, squeeze it in there. It's a holiday right. week. I don't fucking know. And I was right. like, yeah, I should fucking do it. And I can't do it by myself. So right. uh, we don't have a guest on the main show. So Corey's been kind of my go-to guy. I've talked to throughout season four, pretty much the last month and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. How have you been, by the way? <laughs> uh, I've been good. I've been good. Um, I started a new job. I just left the other job. I was doing two jobs. It was too much. Uh, my other job and I decided it was time to part ways and I was more than happy to do that. Uh, and now I live right next door to my job. So I no longer have to spend money on Uber. So so that means whenever you're in, ever having time for some pizza, let me know and I'll hook you up. Cool. Uh, anyway, so I work. I work at a short story. I work at a pizza restaurant. It's it's cool. Hey, it's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. Love to see the editing on this episode. I'm so excited because <laughs> <laughs> I already know where this is going to go. And cut. Start over. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track. Stranger Things, right. uh, season four, hands down. I don't know about you. Let's do some initial reactions. Let me just start. I, I know you're my guest, but I just want to initially. Start. No, go ahead. Favorite, favorite. This is my favorite season of the show. Oh, so absolutely, hands down. Well, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I'm actually going to bring it back to an episode we've already done together because 
I think what they did was like, so if no one out there knows, the Duffer brothers created Stranger Things. One of the Duffer brothers' wife, wives was behind Fear Street, which also yeah. starred Sadie Sink. Um, I think what they were doing was like, they're like, hey, we just shot this beautiful movie with Sadie Sink. Let's give her more stuff to do. And they were absolutely, can I swear? Yeah. They were absolutely fucking correct to give her more to do this season. She knocks it out of the park. I, I posted originally when it first dropped the first half, um, my first, my two favorite under uh, underrated characters of the season. And it was Max Mayfield and Eddie Munson. They are yeah. by far the best things about this season. Yeah. They, so my, um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I forget that's what you do when I start to kind of chime in. You go, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, she um, she needs to get some sort of like physical recognition, like an award or like she she was great in season three. Like, no, no doubt about it. But like, I, I don't know. I think you're right. Like they they all sat down and were like, yo, um, this girl's got it whatever it is, let's uh, up the playing field with her character on Stranger Things. And they really fucking did. And you can tell she met the material like right there halfway. Like she, you could tell, I love it when I can watch an actor and I can feel their investment in what they're doing. And I felt that with her all season long. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, go ahead. <laughs> we both said up at the same time. No, you go ahead. Uh, no, I... I, I um. I was talking to some people at work at one point and I was like, you guys are watching Stranger Things. I go, yeah. I go, you know, Freddy Krueger's in it, right? They go, oh yeah, Vecna. I said, no, 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 no. Like Vecna's inspired by Freddy Krueger, but they actually got Freddy freaking Krueger to be in this show. And it's um, in the, in the um, Victor Creel. Robert England. Robert England. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I thought that was great because he looks weathered as hell. Like he has been through the ringer a few times. Like, physically like in real life like he's just old it happens but like you're a dick they did <laughs> he still got it like he still oh, was he is a him and uh to talk like guys who've played you know titans of horror movies like right him and uh tony todd who played the original Candyman, okay are yeah. like theater trained actors like they are they just know the craft so well. And I think it shows so much in their performances in mm-hmm. playing those characters. I think that's why everybody loves them because they just, they bite into that role so well, but anything Robert England has done, I mean, oh, yeah. he, he's pretty much shows up in a lot of like, you know, small independent horror films. Now you see these days, you know, right. guys getting like a just under a million dollar budget, but they can snatch up Robert England for a week of shooting kind of right. thing i'm not knocking it but it's just what it is oh yeah absolutely and i like, think he, but yet he still brings it to like roles like that he is and he's only in the uh, um one episode right he's only in like, he was like, a- yeah one episode for like just a few scenes and yeah. i knew it was coming i think somebody kind of broke that for me before i even uh watched it which reminds me um spoiler alert for this show spoiler <laughs> alert oh yeah Oh, absolutely. Basement. I mean, I feel like most people that are going to listen to this have seen volume one, so we can kind of maybe touch on it. But volume yeah. two is either not been watched by some people or fresh in people's minds or I don't know, or they've only seen the first episode in volume two, but they haven't seen the finale. 
Um, so yeah, spoiler heavy. So if you have not watched any of those two episodes that dropped on Friday to cap off the season, uh, don't fucking listen to this episode at all. <laughs> or, or pause what you're doing. Go watch those episodes yes. and then come right back because it's, it's good. It's what I've been saying since day one after I saw it, it's a hell of a ride and it is, uh, there's, so, I just want to go like so many different places, but I, uh, it, it's somewhere right now, dude, hit me with something. Okay. So one of the things I really enjoyed is they were, they teased so hard that a character was going to die. They teased so yeah. hard and Netflix had dropped like, oh, it could have been Steve. It could be blah, blah, blah. I just love how they made it like five people all at the same time are about to possibly just bite it. Yeah. And you're, it was just so well shot and edited. Cause then you got like, you've got, um, what's his, Lucas getting, you know, his ass handed to him. Yeah. You've got Eddie and gate. Um, um, I keep saying Gaten, but his name is, uh, the teeth kid. Um, Dust. Dustin. Yes. Yeah. You got Dustin and Eddie on that, you know, in Upside Down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got all these things. You got Max doing her thing. You got all these, like, different things playing out at the same time. And you're like, wait a second. He's got to live. She's got to... Wait, wait. Uh, shit. And you had no idea who was actually going to go until they did it. And I was just like, damn. They had us real good. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really well done. There was a lot of things. I don't think there's anything I could complain about, honestly, throughout the whole season. Cause it was just well-crafted, well-shot, well-edited, well-directed um, music-wise. The music was really good. Okay. Um, I know. Let me stop you with I the know. music. Let me start. Let me just, we have to talk about running up the hill. Or I was about to hill. make it. I was going to make a joke about it earlier. And I was like, Oh wait. So no, no, it has to be talked about. Cause it's such oh, a standout thing of the, like, all right. So I, I, I heard the song, like I've heard that song before, but like, it's never anything at the forefront of my mind. Right. And uh, like, you know, Kate Bush is a great artist and, and now she's even a bigger artist. And now she's even a fucking like more rich artist because I looked it up. She like owns all the publishing rights for that song. Oh shit. She has her whole she catalog. Like has look, I mean, I don't know what's in the bank for her. I don't, I, you know, right. You don't know how much the but are, but she's yeah. definitely got a few couple more mills coming and they're going to well, keep absolutely. coming. Oh, because yeah. she is going to be getting some fat fucking royalty checks. I was at the grocery store the other day and a car is turning the corner and goes, do, 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 do. Yeah. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. My buddy hasn't seen it. And he goes, what's that? I go, oh, that's the song from Stranger Things, but it's not really for, he goes, oh, that's the Kate Bush song. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's actually for, yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, she like owns that song <sighs> completely. Like there's it, nobody, no management, no publishing rights. That's great. Nope. So like, she probably got Good a fat her. check from Netflix. She's probably her show, her, that song now. I mean, I heard it twice today Yeah, uh, in the car. So I'm like, that song's probably getting replay oh, value on over, yeah. radio stations now. And like, I haven't seen anything like that in a while. I haven't seen right. a song kind of that maybe, I don't know. Never, I wasn't, I wasn't around back then, but right. um, you know, I did definitely, I haven't heard it so prominent in yeah. who knows how long. And yeah like oh absolutely i think that's like i mean that's so fucking cool and oh absolutely um, i was uh i was watching an interview with gate maserato who plays um we just did this two seconds ago shit dustin <laughs> dustin thank you <laughs> dustin because i see i watch a lot of like interviews so he was on jimmy fallon 
And he was like, hey, buddy, like, it must be so cool now that you don't have that, you know, you don't have to hold the title of like greatest song in the show. He goes, yeah, you're right. Because he had never ending story from last season. Yeah. And how like that really blew up. And now it's like, yeah, it feels nice to have the pressure off of me. Bro, Kate Bush is making mad money right now. I don't give a shit what you say. Like, <laughs> hands down. Um, but- no, it's cool. And like to talk about financials, and I posted this on Facebook, and I think I saw you liked it. Uh, the budget alone. Oh for yeah, for two hundred and an estimated two hundred seventy million dollars. And if you don't mind me asking, who was your source on that? My source was the Wall Street Journal. Oh, okay, I was. Didn't know if you feel like you found that somewhere. Okay, wow. Um, that's thirty million an episode. A uh, hundred and like, like, I, I in the middle of like volume one, I'm sitting there and I'm going like, th- this is like, I, I, I can tell when like a show is upping the ante, but I can tell oh, yeah. when they're upping the ante in story. But oh, yeah. I'm watching this. I'm going like, they're upping the ante in story, but like in scale too. Like this is fucking the like some of these shots alone are like half a million dollars. Yeah. For example, off. before example, actually, right before we started rolling this, I was watching a behind the scenes feature from Stranger Things. Yeah. And they were talking about the um, the Demogorgon fight in the pit. Yeah. That used to be in season one, a guy in a costume. Yeah. That is no longer a guy in a costume. They pay the money to get someone to do the animation and all that shit. And they had a guy and they showed some clips. They had a guy in a green suit, like for the pe- the parts where they had to like tackle somebody <laughs> or throw him around. They, they used a guy in a suit or they used a tennis ball. Like yeah. in the first season, which is like four or five years ago, they did not do that. They didn't have the budget for that. So like that alone shows you how big their money has gotten them and how far they've gone. And yeah, it's, it's like, it's just insane. All right. Like for $270 million for one season, like some of the basic dramas on Netflix are 3 million an episode, okay. which probably adds up to about 30 million in a full budget. If they're doing like 10 episode things or eight episode things. Right. And like, I'm just like, I'm fucking thinking about this. And like, they also, I believe shot some of this season, like when it was greenlit to shoot during COVID. I think so. Yeah. And I'm just like, and then you add on like that into it. Right. And like I just to pull like how many shows have come out in the past year that shot second half of 2020 into 20 little early 2021 where you can f- sense the oh they shot this during COVID like I just finished watching uh Ozark finally okay. and that yeah. final that final season like you can kind of it, it's good and you but you can kind of feel the weight of how they had to do it because of yeah. COVID like you're just like seeing all these things like, oh, they're, they're, they're you know, you're seeing people six feet apart and shit. Like, you can, you, yeah, you can kind of tell, but they're not mentioning it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you just like notice where the extras are standing apart and stuff. And like, they're not shooting these big kind of, I mean, Ozark doesn't have these big elaborate scenes. It's a crime drama, right. but like, there's nothing like in a crowd or like, I don't know. You can just feel it. Yeah. I did not feel this at all. I, I mind you, like a lot of it's, you know, some of it's get shots on a, excuse me, some of this gets shot on a sound stage and they can manage, but I did right. not feel the weight of any pandemic filming during. Oh, no, I completely forgot we were in a pandemic watching this, like, <laughs> no, that it was shot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, I just, yeah. But I mean, um, also like there's 
and there's so many people sticking it to Netflix these days. And yeah, I know they raise their prices. I'm not going to get political about the streaming wars here, but you know, they raised their prices. People started dropping out and everybody's just going, you know, fuck you, Netflix. And I just feel like, and I'm not saying I'm on Netflix's side here. I'm not siding with a bunch of billionaires. But I mean, if you can also like promote us and give us some money, then absolutely. Sure. Side, absolutely. But like, (laughs) you know, Netflix is sitting there going like, oh, you're going to cancel your subscription. Well, you know, we have Stranger Things coming up in like two months. You sure you want to do that? And like, I feel like they, Netflix is like that fucking. Uh, Netflix has turned into like that uncle with a gambling problem. That's I was so just going to say the same thing. Like, the, like they're just fucking, they're, they're, they're just like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, we're blowing a lot of money and, you know, we're going into fucking debt and all these other streaming platforms are coming up and digging at our heels. And yet they're still going like, we're going to drop a quarter of a billion dollars on one season of our biggest show and it's going to be fucking amazing. And it, and I think it paid off. I I don't, I don't know the numbers of what's going to happen after the fact, but right. Cause they still have one season left. They're not done. They got one more. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And And that's it. And then I guess they're doing some spinoff, but I have, I have no detail on that, but I remember we finished it. My wife and I finished it. uh, And one thing that was cool is I watched it. Uh, I didn't, I didn't binge it. We did one night, uh, an episode a night. Good. So we started, we did the first one Friday night and we had to break up the second one because it's two and a half hours. Oh, absolutely. And right. so when we finished it last night, we were both kind of sitting there dumbfounded, like how the fuck are they going to top this season? Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it sets up for like, what's going to be like an epic fucking battle. Oh Yeah. <laughs> so we should probably get back into what it's about though yeah because we- <laughs> like don't get me wrong i love talking about scale and budget and music. yeah sorry I, i'm I still in like i'm I'm doing a lot of producer things lately uh so that's, that's great yeah that's no, where that's my head's at right now um let's talk um, right, let's talk let's talk plot go go ahead you start um i haven't seen the first half in a while but um <laughs> I was going to say like the sets though, like I know we're going to, I'm going to back up in a second, but like the set design. So for example, like they introduced the Creel house this season and that set design was just aesthetically for me, it was aesthetically pleasing. And a lot of the big scale stuff they did was aesthetically pleasing for me. Uh, The filmmaking stylistic choices they made were aesthetically pleasing, but uh, you were born in what year? 88. Cool. So I'm going to bring in a phrase I keep hearing a lot being thrown around. Uh, satanic panic. Oh, yes. They definitely, that's yeah. from the first episode, you could feel that that was going to be a theme because, um, yeah, I don't know if you know anything about it, but. Uh, I mean, I personally don't. I was born a so years after you. So. Throughout the 80s, there was this kind of fear of like murders going on in the world, in the world. Cause there, you know, heavy metal was a big thing. You're at, you had all these kids listening to fucking Ozzy Osbourne and shit. <laughs> and yeah. Cause that would have never go anywhere in years. Just flash to 20, <laughs> you know, like no, th- there was yeah. um like Judas priest. The band yeah. was on trial because someone apparently killed themselves thinking that there was music. You could, they heard voices in it. And told them to like kill themselves. And like, so now fucking Judas Priest is on trial. You also had like, 
I mean, this isn't like the murder aspect of it, but you have like all these musicians that were brought to the Supreme Court because, you know, a bunch of um, a bunch of uh, politician wa- politicians wives, to put it politely, were bored at home. I'm going to get in trouble for what I'm saying. I know, but it's fucking true. OK, you and- are also the editor of this podcast. So whatever stays, stays. There's no anyway. it's fucking true that they're there. But I agree. They're bored at home, so they took a bunch of rock stars to the Supreme Court, and right. pretty much it was D. Snyder from Twisted Sister, John okay. Denver, fucking John Denver comes to defend the First Amendment, and they said, no, this, this is protected by the First Amendment, and basically that's where you get the parental advisory stickers on CDs, but that's not really satanic panic. There was a lot of murders going on in the country, and a lot of kind of conservatives were blaming it on conspiracies um, right i had a guest on this show back in november who did a documentary about a satanic panic murder he could do a lot better justice um but But anyway i could i could tell that was a theme in the show like oh oh, yeah they're talking they're doing the whole conservative fear of satanists and shit like i thought that was really fucking cool yeah um so they break so basically what happens is they uh they're in high school they're no longer in middle school um but they're still in Hawkins, kind of. Uh, Eleven is in. Eleven is in California. Yeah. With um, bowl cut boy, um, Will Will Byers. Uh, I know I I've been reading a lot about this season. They did him dirty with that haircut, and it's just yeah. Uh, he needs he needs to stop letting his mommy cut his hair and just cut it himself. Uh, so the, he's in California, Mike, Nancy, and, oh, and Jonathan's in California. Yeah. No, they're not. They get to California and they hang out with this guy named Argyle, which is also another great, great person this season. He yeah, I would say cool, used to, yeah. they needed to use him a little bit more because like Eddie Munson was used more. I feel, I think they were on the yeah, same level for yeah. a minute and then he kind of, yeah. Well, he um, seemed like more of a pivotal plot because he, he his character kind of plays into how the whole thing kicks off in the first episode. So right, but I, way, you, real, I feel you. I feel you. I wanted to side see more note. Too. Side note: How do you feel about pineapple on your pie, sir? I dude, I I, I <laughs> felt like they were trying to prove a point in that episode, and I was like, I nope. Agree. Nope. So right after that episode, my buddy and I went to my job, and I had pineapple on my pizza, <laughs> and I looked at him right in his face because he hasn't seen it yet, and I went. How's your pineapple on your pie, sir? He was like, what? I said, you like pineapple on your pie, bro? <laughs> Best way um, to have your pizza. No, so they 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 meet. Then they, uh, it's spring break. That's another important thing. Yeah. So I'm forgetting about the skating rink. I got to back up. So Eleven tells. You're doing uh, an awful job right now. <laughs> I'm trying. Do you want to pop, pop, jump in or something? Because. It's been a minute since I've seen this last cup, first cup set of episodes. I'm All right, great. let me help you. This. No, you're doing a great job. I'm just giving you a hard time. You're doing Please continue. Uh, you're the only guest I've ever had where I can just like talk shit to them their face. <laughs> um, by the way, thank you for letting me meet your child. By the way, great, greatest day of my life. You've never but, met my child. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I had to throw that. Sorry. No. So there's like three plots going on. In this oh movie. yeah. So we discover that Hopper is alive in Russia oh, at like a camp. The whole Russian doll thing was well done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Murray um, is one of my favorite characters. 
like you said, 11 is in California with um, buh, 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 buh. Mike, Mike and Will. Yeah, Mike well, and she... Will. But Mike comes to visit her from Hawkins. Right. And so they're all hanging out on spring break. And then basically, uh, uh, I think, ele- yeah, 11, like, uh, does shows off her powers or something. And then so therefore the government starts coming after her. Right. And this is, yeah, this is all volume one. I guess I'm a little spotty on it, too. Um, but we learn in Hawkins about um, there's a murder that happens. And right. Eddie, the new character this season, a huge fan favorite, gets blamed for it. He's kind of got to go on the run. And then the other remaining guys that are in Hawkins realize he didn't do it because they learn about exactly. probably the best villain in the series. And you find out he is really the fucking mastermind of like season the, one. The upside down is Vecna. That was so well done. Hey, without spoiling that twist that we'll, we will talk about, did you figure it out? What do you mean? Before they explain who Vecna was or oh, is. Oh, yeah, I knew. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I guess I didn't. I didn't see it right away. And then they, it started playing out and I was like, oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. So the way volume one ends is so perfect. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like how you find out like. While they're doing these flashbacks of little L in the fucking, I don't know, down water containment unit. But like while she's in there and she's with this other guy and you find out about, oh, there's a number one. Right. Um, And I'm just like, I'm like, I don't I like I had an impulse thought when that happened. Mm -hmm. Oh, just like what? Like, okay, so like you knew about Vecna at the time. I'm like, how is this all going to fucking interconnect? And like I immediately was just like is Vecna number one out of all right. the, but I'm like, no, like he's like this fucking demonic creature. And then that payoff in the final episode of Volume. Oh, where she, yeah, she throws him against like, the, throws I was him. like, I was like, okay, that was, that was sick. And then they do the part where he gets like all deformed and shit. And then they cut to like his wrist and, and it's set and it has zero, zero one. And I was like, I knew it. I yeah. fucking knew it. Yeah. And like, that hyped me so much for these final two episodes, like knowing that how like the, the the way they arced this season with how this all gets strung together with all these different stories. There's four, you're following four storylines throughout this this season. Before we continue, I just want to give credit where credit is due. That is Jamie Campbell Bauer, who plays uh, yes. number one. He was by far the he's he was so good he was that character before he becomes vecna and then i have to also give him credit for he's in the suit too right exactly which credit to also those visual effects artists on that team because that is cgi but it is a guy in a suit that is a hell of a makeup job on him unreal i am so happy they went back to doing practical uh visual effects absolutely he is also standing at six feet tall yeah, yeah. Just to put that in perspective, because I didn't know that until right until I'm looking it up right now, and that's that's tall. I found a TikTok video of him sitting in the makeup chair, and I guess yeah, he did eight hours before um, they even started shooting. That's a whole day. Like yeah, before, I think he had to come in at like fucking four in the morning. Four in the morning. Yeah, and then yeah, I heard that too. Once he was all done up, they had to like spray him down with lube <laughs> to give it that like glistening effect. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of that running up the hill scene. Yeah. That that whole 
fight between Vecna and Max. Jesus Christ, what an acting journey. If you had anything to put on your resume, I would just put that running up the hill scene done, like Emmy winning. If that doesn't deserve an Emmy, I don't know what does, because it was just well shot, well executed. They only used the stunt double for Max, I guess, a few times. That every time she was backwards, like you didn't see her face, it was a stunt double. Yeah. No, that that was... uh... It was insane. And she's actually diving into puddles of mud. Like they, the set was not real, but they had like little, little things here and there that were legit. Mm-hmm. Like nothing was falling in front of her or on top of her, but like there was puddles of like blood or whatever it was in between. So they would say, Hey, run this way, run this way, run this way. So it could, you know, look mm-hmm. like she was running around and it's, yeah, that's, it was a lot of work, but anyway, how'd you feel? About, we're going to get there, but how'd you feel about that one um, almost the one with the, um, where they flee from uh, California. When was the, that? The, the guy comes in. And he's like, run, 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 run. That's a great description of it. Thank you. <laughs> I was the, the shootout, the shootout and in, in um, the, the buyer's house in California. Oh yeah. That was kind of, that was like, that was early on. I, <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. There was, yeah. um, like, it was Jesus weird, Christ, but man. it worked, and it was just weird, but it worked. I Every don't know how to explain it. Episode was a feature film. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Every fucking episode felt like a feature film. There was uh, the, the the oh my god to have been a like fly on the wall of the Duffer Brothers, like in that's front of the whiteboard I, in the writers' room, making absolutely. sure all the points hit. Oh yeah. Oh that's what I said. God. That's what I said when I watched that first episode. I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. And they're doing it like. Uh, yeah. and again, to bring it, bring it to Fear Street, like they went from something like, well, not them, but somebody with them went through something like Fear Street and said, what can we do bigger? And they did it. And it was just such a payoff this year. Like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. Um, it, it's it's a big. It was loud. Uh, 80s. 80s fuck yeah yeah i mean it felt like uh, all right it well, felt like i was watching a movie like in all honesty like i didn't feel like i was watching some tv show no, i i agree with you there there was just I, I think one of the best scenes and i mean i already said spoiler alert but uh matthew modine's character papa mm-hmm. dies yeah yeah and that like uh set piece and that uh you're talking about like towards the end right Towards the end, where they're outside and the helicopters trying yeah. to kill them, I'm what like I think that was I don't know if it was the first time, but I feel like after I knew the information I knew about like the budget of this season, I remember sitting there and going like, "This is not a TV show. This is a fucking summer blockbuster. This is right. th- this is a two hundred million dollar movie right here." Absolutely. And like, you know, and then they just in true Stranger Things fashion, they give you a lot of fun roller coaster action and they really hit you with good drama. Like I think Matthew Modine's like final scene where he's dying in the desert and he's such a complicated character throughout Mm. the series. Um, You don't really know if he's a good guy or a bad guy, but like I feel like he's a guy who was trying to do right by L, but unfortunately oh, yeah. like it's almost kind of like parenting like you, you you're trying to do your best for your child because he is 
he's Papa. He's the father figure to her. Right. Yeah, there was that whole scene with uh, I forget the other guy's name, Paul Reiser's character. Yeah, yeah. Where like he's like, no, she's staying. He's like, no, she's gonna go. And I was like, oh wow, he is nice. Like I was like, that was my turning point. I was like, oh wow, he does have a heart. Like he's not an asshole. I don't think he's as evil as I mean. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's someone that disagrees and probably can make a valid point. But I just I don't know. He he just became one of those characters to me that. It's like, oh, I very much disagree with his methods, but he's like wrong place, wrong time. Now he's working. Yeah, I get why he kind of did what he did, does what he does. Uh, but then again, I don't know, experimenting on fucking children also like, <laughs> right. <laughs> if I bring yeah. it back to that, I think he's a fucking asshole. But oh, yeah. But um, but I don't know, like so many great characters, one of the best. All right. One of the best. Uh, all right. We should let's talk about deaths before we maybe bringing on some final thoughts here. I'm, okay, so before we get... I Apparently, I missed one because I was talking... To, we'll get there, but I, I'll, we'll get to who I'm talking about. But apparently, I missed one. And I, I knocked myself out sleeping because I watched it when I got home after work and I, and I missed it. But there's a death that I missed because we were talking about it the next day at work. And they're like, oh, yeah, and that guy, that asshole, he died. And I was like, no, he didn't. And we just... So. The jock, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I forget uh, the character's name. Justin? Yeah. Was it or, I Justin? don't know. But we'll call him guy, Justin, the guy on the basketball team. <clears throat> yeah, I um, missed that death. I don't know how I missed it. Yeah, I think they do it in a way where they're like, nah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, well, he's an asshole. <laughs> like, he, so I um, he dies. So basically what happens. So at the end of Stranger Things, um, Vecna is supposedly killed, but he's not. OK, right. so it was almost like a too little too late kind of thing. And now there's a massive, all these massive cracks in the world for um, uh, the uh, the other world to kind of come into the ours. Down. Right. The upside down to come into arts. Yes, thank you. I almost said the underneath. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, um, I would love the writers. Are, so we're going to call this thing the underneath. You know, that just sounds weird. <laughs> the undercarriage. Uh, <laughs> right? But so it fucking opens up. But the thing is, is while it's opening up, like um he's been knocked out on the ground right okay so he's like, laying right on where it, it opens and it just like fucks him up okay and the way they shoot it is like uh it's just like the camera kind of glides past and they're just like yeah fuck him he's dead <laughs> okay so i didn't miss wanted much. him to die anyway so <laughs> right um another was okay so we'll have to go backwards but you're talking about death so we'll stick to death for a second but there's a whole scene we kind of brushed up on it earlier that I really, really liked, which is the whole Lucas fight with that other jock. Yeah. That was really well done. Priya, her name is Priya. She plays Lucas's sister. She did a great job this season. She's scene stealer from last season. I'm glad they brought she, her back. I, I wish they had used her a little bit more because they used her a lot last year. Yeah, yeah. No, it was... <laughs> She was underused this season, but she was definitely she I mean, was she, underused, but she I think she still kind of like had an oh, impact. Yeah. But, I bet um, next year they're gonna use her more because I hope so. Yeah, I really yeah. So deaths. So there was the jock. There, oh, Chrissy. What a gruesome way to go, you know? Yeah, no, I like I going up in the air, your your limbs just start to break, and then the, he drop he takes your eyes out and then drops you. Like, yeah. damn. Do they- he, he couldn't just twist their bones on the while they're standing. He had to lift them in the air, twist their bones, pull their eyes out, and then drop them. I was like, damn, that gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, dude, he that was a great villain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. From from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
Chrissy died. I wasn't a fan of Chrissy, but I get it. Yeah. I, I, I liked how she had a redemption for five seconds. That was nice. Uh-huh. They're like, hey, let's give her some drugs and then kill her. I'm like, oh, all right. Bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. then they gave they gave Eddie something to do and that they got to know each other. And I was like, oh, cool. She's going like she's not staying like. Yeah, because um, I thought they were setting up something more with her. Yeah, like yeah. she kind of became that character where it's like, like, oh, OK, I dig it. Oh, and like she's going to maybe have like this thing with Eddie. Yeah. And I was She'll like, stick okay. around. And, and then they fucking yeah. kill her. And I was just like, oh, that's what they were. She was one of those like characters that that you get invested in in the first episode and then they just right at the end right um yeah uh who else died that kid that that nerd (laughs) the nerd they dropped in the woods or on the side with the road yeah the second one to die in volume one yeah yeah oh Um, the four so there's four there's four deaths that three deaths technically because it's three deaths it's four bells yeah the four bells four chimes yeah um you're 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 back you're fact checking right i'm just like looking off the side and making sure uh who's dead is dead Uh (laughs) all right let's get our dead list going up okay and go um all right well here's the thing do you think max is dead or is she gonna the emmy award-winning stranger things and fear street actress is gonna die no i i look as much as I don't want her in a coma, I think that's a smart move because then they can bring her back for like an ultimate season five arc. Yeah. Um, oh, kudos to uh, Dacre Montgomery this season. Jam. They brought him back. And if damn, the guy that plays Billy, her brother. Yep. Yeah. I didn't no, think they were going to do he it. Had some cool cameos. I was like, damn. All right. Dacre coming back from the dead. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Billy no. Um it was subtle too. Was uh, subtle, you know who right? was my low key, maybe favorite character who doesn't, no one talks about him. And he, I think he's one of the best characters of last season and this season. Uh, Murray. Yeah. I Brett, said that. Uh, I said Delmer that right off the Delmer. top. Yeah. Oh my Murray. God. He was like, dude, his fighting. Holy shit. At the very end when he just like fucking flame throws those guys. The, the Right. But then his fighting, he goes, oh yeah, I know how to do karate. And then he doesn't. I was like, oh, like he could, he could, Cobra Kai could definitely do a crossover with Stranger Things. They're both in the 80s. Yeah, man. He's just uh yeah, he I don't I don't see a lot of chatter about him. And I, I'm always just like, dude, he's like one of the best characters on the show. Oh, absolutely. Um just the way he talks. He's one of those, he's like one of the Marvel characters that does all the the synopsises. He's uh he stands yeah. on rants. Yeah. He's in a um, you know that movie the the first thing I ever saw him was uh the other guys with Will Ferrell yes. and Mark Wahlberg. He's is he in that? He has like a he has like a bit part in it early on. Um, so Great movie, like though. off topic, we'll get back to Stranger Things in a minute, but I have to because it's so funny. The scene he's in, he plays this guy who's married to a woman who used to date Will Ferrell, and Will Ferrell has this side plot of like women love him and nobody understands why because he's this dweeb, right? And like. Um, the, the woman like scares Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, like out of the house. Like she tries to fight him and then tries to like hook up with Will Ferrell. It's, it's, it's weird, but, um, (laughs) he's running after them too. Like, Hey, you get back here and you have sex with my wife. (laughs) I vaguely, cause I haven't seen the movie in years, but it's a great movie. I think I vaguely remember what you're talking about. So (laughs) he's got like a big long beard too. Just like how he does on stranger things. And he's just like, 
Yeah. Um, and a wife beater, I think. He just sits there. He's just like, yeah, you see my beard? It's the same down there or something. Like, <laughs> he says it to Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I forget the line. But no, he's 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 a great character actor. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and when he popped up last season, which was like three fucking years ago, by the way. Um, also, what the fuck? What? That's insane. That's just insane to think that like season five is three years ago. So they've been doing this for decades, not decades, but years. Uh, but 2016 was the was season one and six years later. And they're yeah, I just remember like season. I loved season one, but like, right. Some of the fandom started to annoy me a mm-hmm. little bit. I was just like when that whole justice for Barb thing was, I was just like, hey, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> they did like the writers did this on purpose. That was the point. And you're, you're, you're pushing it. So I like, but they, they tie so much like back into it. Like they brought the Barb situation into it early on with, um, yeah. With, uh, Nancy's character. Cause she feels a lot of like Vecna kind of stalks her and not, and whatnot. Right. And, you know, I, she has like I saw flashbacks of it. I saw something and they were like, yeah, that Barb dummy from the pool. Yeah, they had that lying around in storage and they were like, hey, we could still use this. Let's bring this thing back. Wow. And they just used it and they used it. Well, it was funny. So. But uh, but yeah, no, the, the deaths were really good. Um, A lot of it was just. Cinematic. I know we've said it a few times, but it just no. just fe- it felt heavier. The weight of the show was heavier. Like for example, it's very it's a very minor detail, but I just thought it was really well done. Was like when um, Dustin was uh, limping at the end. It's a subtle mm-hmm. it's a subtle thing that he does, but it, I don't know what it did. It just made me feel it made his character feel vulnerable, especially when he has that scene with uh, Eddie's uh, uncle. I was just end. gonna say like that scene was. You don't see a lot of Eddie's uncle, but they get the message across that like he didn't like him or something. Right. Or they had like a rift or right. Exactly. But when he tell when he gives him like the necklace and shit, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like pretty moved by this. Like oh yeah. I was, but it, you know what I mean? It was a very like 80s cheesy thing to do and it worked really well, you know? Yeah. You have that one slain kid who's like hobbles around and like He's like, hey, like, I really, really, really liked your 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 nephew and he was a great guy. And and I was I think I was watching something or reading something. The reason Mike's hair is so long is because he wanted to amplify uh, Eddie. Mm-hmm. That's why my, uh, um, Dustin and um, Mike both have longer hair this season is because they didn't want to do it because it's the 80s. They did it because they wanted to mimic uh, Eddie. They wanted to they worship Eddie, everything he does and the hellfire club is under attack because it's satanic panic. And then, Oh, another big thing I really liked was the, um, the dual, the duality of the hellfire and the basketball game. Yeah. That was so well done. So well shot. So well executed. It was beautiful. I mean, I get it. It's a little too on the nose at sometimes, but it was well done. I mean, like, and then like Erica comes in and she comes in with this, the, the American flag wrapped around her, her back. And she's like, oh, yeah. Uh, what was her 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 lady? <sighs> Cupcake? No, lady. I don't remember. She had like her own character name for her Dungeons and Dragons character. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lady Applejack. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I was like, who names a character? Lady Applejack. It's the 80s. It's a serial. I'll take it. 
Before I start to wrap up, I have a point I need to make, and it's about Steve uh, and how uh, much I, I, all right, I don't know what you mean by that, but <laughs> no, it was they they hyped him dying early, and it, thank God because like yeah, Steve, I saw die. Netflix posted a picture and it said like um like long live Steve, Steve, blah blah blah. Yeah, they had something up on their billboard at their offices. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, damn. Um, he is not just a babysitter. I'm sorry. They should have just named this season Adventures in Babysitting Upside Down Edition or something. Cause like it's so well done. Do you do you remember in season one where you thought he was a I hate like I don't I I did not like him at all. No, yeah, I he was an he asshole. Was, he was an asshole. And um, I know it's all high school shit, like, oh, he's an asshole for the sake of really being an asshole. Um, but I have I'm sure I have. I'm, I was thinking this last night. Like, I'm sure I've seen characters on TV shows where out of the gate, I'm just like, Ugh, hate yeah. that guy. Right. And they've turned on me and I've been like, no, I like this dude now. But I don't think I, I don't think I felt that way. Like, I don't know, like Steve has done that. And it's been in such a crazy way to me. Like I didn't even, I didn't even really thought about it till recently. Like, you know, Right. He's just a character I, d- I did not care for. I hope I know he's gonna. I always thought he was gonna be like the 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 villain of the show when it comes to just the how they are yeah. interacting. Right. He's just gonna be a turd that won't flush, and he is maybe I don't know. It's hard to say who the favorite is, but like he's definitely at the front runner of one of the big fan favorites of the show. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And you can tell the season like when. Um... Eddie starts to become like a, a nice guy and you actually start feeling for Eddie and they start having interactions with each other. And he sees um, Dustin. I keep saying Dustin this a lot because Dustin does a lot this season, but uh, Dustin and Eddie's relationship. And he's, he kind of gets jealous, you know, because yeah. he's like, I used to have that with him. And yeah. And then Steve and Nancy, what do you think? Hey, uh, rekindle. Come on. Cause I'm sorry. I am not a fan of uh, Nancy and, uh, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan, and it just is too boring. I know so many people like it's, there's nothing there. I mean, if it, they had done more, I mean, I get they, they date in real life, but like, wait, they do. Yeah. Natalie Dyer and Charlie Heaton are a couple. Oh, yeah, I didn't been, know they've that. been a couple since season one. Yeah. Wow. I, I, that's news to me. Shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Well, that's kind of like really good acting because they're a couple in real life and like you don't want them to be together. On right. Exactly. Because they and Charlie Eaton, Heaton, Heaton does a really good job at playing an American. I'll give him that. But he looks tired all the time. I'll say this. Uh, I mean, to be critical of anything on the show, uh, I, I don't think they did a lot with Jonathan this season. Right. Um, but there was that one really good scene in the final episode with him and uh, Will in the car when they're like making the pool for L. Yes. That, and like, yeah, cause, absolutely. Because Will is such a he's such an outcast now, like just yeah. because and it all goes back to how he's barely in season one because he gets trapped in the upside down and you see him kind of always be like a late bloomer throughout the next few episodes. And now there's this supposed underlying theme. Is he gay? Did you hear that? Yeah. So I'm going to say two things. One is about your, your note. And one is about another note. Okay. 
he is just too fucking tall now. I'm sorry. It just to me, I don't know. I just feel like he is he aged out of the character trait that he's been yeah, playing. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, but um. A lot of people, people I work with at work were like, what do you think he's drawing? I said, I don't know. They're like, oh, yeah, it's for Mike. Oh, yeah, that thing is for Mike. It's going to be for Mike. It's going to be a love f- picture for Mike. And like uh, Jonathan looks at the rearview mirror and sees him break down. And it's just like, maybe there's something there. But I don't know if it's 100% going to go that route. I you just remember mean? like the involved. I'm sorry, you keep going. I cut you off. I don't know. I just felt like that picture, that whole like reveal of like what, what he's been drawing. By the way, I don't know anybody at his age that can draw that well. So kudos to the art department for being like super like into going to art school. But like you're, you're drawing for a 15, 16 year old kid. Yeah. You start drawing for a 15, 16 year old kid and stop making it look like the art department got like a really good professional artist. That's right. That's that was my one gripe from that scene. But it was it was a very nice scene. And then he does this weird like that was weird. Yeah. And then he cries into the back seat. And I'm just like, I thought about it for a second. I'm like, yeah. He he's got some feelings. I don't think he's gay. I just think he has some feelings for Mike he doesn't know how to express. Yeah, because in volume one, I'm watching it and I'm I'm going like there's so there's definitely this big conflict inside of him. Right. You can just kind of tell. Uh, you know what it could be now that we're talking about it. So what? in season one, it was the group of boys. It was him, Lucas, mm-hmm. Dustin, and Mike. And then Eleven came into the picture, and Mike was his best friend. Yeah. And then Eleven took over his whole life. The whole ET and you know Elliot and ET thing was the Mike and Eleven thing. And then the the ballot star court happened, and you know all these things happened, and he was never the same again. Yeah. So like he feels abandoned by his best friend and that's yeah. what it is. And then like he comes to California and he wants to spend time with Mike and well, he's Mike goes to California. He wants to spend time with Mike, but Mike wants to spend time with 11, which I get. It's his girlfriend. I get it. But like he just wants to be included and he hates being a third wheel. That's I what think- it comes down to it somewhat. I think you're I think that, that that's the smartest thing we've said in the last 45 minutes or that I you, know I say <laughs> we but it's you that said it but on this show I should say because we're just kind of nerding out but oh, yeah it, it's just like throughout it's volume one layer I'm, after layer after layer after there's so many layers in this season they're 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 doing a thing like I've I've heard about I think you and I have talked about it showing not telling yeah they don't say oh yeah I'm I'm in love with Mike no they they show that he's definitely got something going on we also never touched upon the bullying aspect of the first half. Yeah. Either the whole there's, carry there's some strong. They carried, bullying, yeah. they carried that shit. Yeah. They actually carried that shit. And I was like, wow, fear street. And now this, I was like, all right, let's see what they got. Like, um, that was, it was, it was unfortunately a well done bullying scene, but yeah. you know, I, she's an asshole. <laughs> and oh, yeah. she got, and I'm like, I'm happy we didn't see uh, that character throughout the rest of the show but like the fact that like you know 11 was like oh yeah they're my best friends and all this stuff and then like they bullied the living shit out of her in front of the boyfriend in front of her best i heard someone like being critical like uh oh you know bullies don't act like that they do it you know i'm like no 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 like bullies from like up until like 
school shootings, you know, yeah, that's how they were. It was just very open in everyday life. Um, yeah. I'm going to be but- completely honest with you. Uh, I had this kid in high school. I'm older than the guy, but I was a lot shorter than the guy. Mm-hmm. And he used to just like, I used to get fun of make my voice being like super high pitched and nasally. It's just yeah. how I people, cause I'm short. So they didn't think I was going to do anything about it. And this one guy was on crutches one day in gym class and he was sitting, he couldn't do participate because he, he got into football, whatever. And we were w- w- running around the gym and he was saying something to me. <laughs> Not so bad. I don't give a fuck. And I sideswiped his crutch from under him and he just, he just like tipped and fell and everybody just looked at me and clapped. That's how much nice. of an asshole he was. But I felt bad. But like at the same time, I'm like, like you're going to do something. He kicked a basketball in my face. Like literally from point blank. Like you, you just, you got to pay attention to who you bully. And it's just. No, I no, I feel you. I feel you. Um, No, I wanted to touch on the will thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. No, because in volume one, I remember like just sitting there going like there's there's something going on with him. And I was just like the whole whole neck touching thing. He did this season, too. Well, yeah, I was. Yeah. But I I was going like I I was thinking like um, I was like, are they doing that? Are they going that route? Are they going to make one of their main characters, you know, someone who's struggling with his sexuality at a young age? And I was like, cool. Great, especially in the 80s when they and, don't touch upon it that much. Yeah, you exactly. don't touch upon that that much. I'm sure there's more of an uphill battle internally for someone. And like, I remember like reading articles. I'm just like, is Will going to be a gay character? Because they didn't specify. And I guess the Duffer brothers said something about, um, yeah, in the final two episodes, we're going to kind of give the audience something like that. And I think it was that scene where they're in the car and he shows them the painting uh, or the, the thing he drew. And but I don't really know where I'm going with all this, but like, to me, like they still didn't really say anything. And I, right. think, I think, go ahead. I, no, I think what you said reigns true is he's someone who basically missed out on a lot of pivotal things uh, with his friends when he was younger because of the incident in season one. And even though that right. was, you know, probably, in the world of the show only probably like a few weeks or a month or something, but still like, right. Um, all this stuff happened while he was gone. And I feel like, yeah, like his friends just kind of changed on him and he couldn't, he was never there to be a part of it. And you know what there was now that you're saying that exact uh, sentence, I remember like either it was an interview or something, but like they had all evolved and he had it. Well, there's that scene where he um he's still because at one point he still wants to add, I think it was a, like either last year or, or the first half of season four. I forget. But he still wants to play with Dungeons and Dragons. And yeah. Mike is like, no, I think that was this year, actually. And he's like, no, I'm good. Like, I relate to that so much. I don't know. Really? Like, I was in I mean, I'll pull the curtain back like i was in high school and like i just i had a group of friends that straight up just i feel like they just eh, you're not right. kind of hanging with us anymore i don't know wow. like i'm i haven't really like gotten on their level right and it fucking sucks like he that scene where um is season two or season three where he goes well, out season to the, three is star court so he goes out to the 
he goes out to the camp that they had in the woods and he like tears it apart. Yeah, that was, I think that that's was such three. a fucking, that's like one of the most brutal scenes to watch. Oh that's yeah, crazy. absolutely. Cause he's tearing apart his childhood and that's the yeah. last part, part of innocence he's got left. Yeah. It, it, and that, then he grows like five feet. So yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just that whole, the haircut. I, no, I, I know, know. I know. Um, that's probably why they're making next season. The last one. Cause they're going to be fucking like Millie Bobby Brown looks like she's 29. Oh yeah. There was an interview she did. I mean, granted, she looks good with blonde hair, but like she did an interview on Jimmy Fallon and she's in this like purple dress. Her hair is blonde and she has obviously her accent, which you don't hear on Stranger Things. And you're going, wait a second. Wait a second. These are not the same person. No, that's just it's good acting and she's good. And like, for example, Sadie Sink, who plays Max, is 21 going on 22 in real life. Like she's mm-hmm. an adult. And um, I think everybody else is in their late teens. But like, yeah. I think Millie Bobby Brown is the last is the one of the first teenager, uh, last one to be an 18 year old. You know, what I mean, first to be an 18 year old yeah. other than Max. But the other thing is, like, if, I, if you think about it, too, with um, Will, is that like Lucas and, and Max are together. You got Dustin and Susie and you got Eleven and Matt and, and Mike. So they all either have had girlfriends or in a relationship. And Will is just. Yeah, he's kind of solo. Like I, yeah, I kind of, I wonder, and this will kind of bring it into how we can wrap it up here, because mm-hmm. uh, now I want to look forward to season five. Oh, absolutely, the final season. But what are they gonna do? Well, what I wonder is like, Will was this prominent part of season one, and he up? isn't really in season one. You know what I mean? Like, right? He's the reason season one exists, but he's not there. And then, like, for the rest of the series, he's just kind of been this outcasted character amongst the group. Like, they they can't really... He can't... He wants to connect with them, but, like, he... The rest of the group kind of struggles to connect with him now. It's, right. it's sad, but it is what it is. You know what it almost feels like? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, it feels God, like... Yeah the the upside down had him in like a like a time freeze almost but the, it didn't but it feels like it to him yeah like while he was stuck there they all were like they their lives didn't actually go forward but like their lives went forward without him yeah so by the time he gets back he kind of lost a chunk of time which in real life he didn't but it, it mentally it's like a stockholm syndrome he felt like he didn't you know what i mean if that makes no, any I, sense i know exactly what you mean it's like when someone gets abducted and they come back and they're not sure how to come back to normal to normalcy. They're they're stuck into where they were prior. And it's just like, I get it. But like Max went to therapy. Why haven't you gone to therapy? You know, um, what I'm getting at here is I wonder if season five is going to be like we're going to see something really big come out of Will. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't know if he's like the the big sacrifice for the finale uh because it would make that could make sense because he was supposed to maybe have died in the first season yeah yeah you know what i mean like Uh, i I just i feel like we're gonna get something big out of will's arc in the final season and rightfully so i hope it's not too tragic but no um, so where do you think the next season is going to go for each character not each but like roughly because that's that's a huge question I don't know, because I've really only been thinking about Will and like 11 is going to be obvious. 11's like the Superman of the group. But yeah, the thing is, is like 
she can't do it all her all her all, all on her own on her so. own right um it's kind of like the whole like batman has alfred or robin and superman has jimmy olsen and lois lane like i think within that love triangle of steve uh nancy jonathan and-, and nancy someone's gonna die yeah because that's that always happens in those, those love triangle scenarios in anything like someone yeah. dies yeah um, either Jonathan dies so Steve and Nancy can get back together or Nancy dies so nothing happens um right I don't know like I, I don't I don't know like there, there's people that they'll have arcs but they're not like too dramatic like Dustin will probably have an arc but he's kind of this I don't know I, I hope nothing happens to him <laughs> right all right I don't know we'll we'll, right. we'll see we have probably a couple years <laughs> Well, well, you know what? I'll see you in like five years. <laughs> we will reevaluate season five. That we'll, we'll we'll do a full on retrospective of these five seasons. Then, yeah, that'd be great. Um, I haven't seen season one in a while, so. Well, Corey, this is a fun little bonus episode for this week. Good luck editing this one. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. <laughs> Hey, that's not my fault. I'm a straight shooter. You come on here and you fucking. <laughs> I'm looking at you as we're doing this and I'm going, I am so screwed. <laughs> like, no, you're not. You've been on this. I... This is your third time on this show, dude. Like you should. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I haven't had you on. Uh, no, it's cool. Recently. I've just been. No, like, you're good. I've been, you know, I've been busy. I've been. No, I get it. I've. Uh... Anyway, cool. Uh <laughs> We'll Do you have anything effort. you need to plug for me before we get off the air here? You Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Your pizza I, shop? like. <laughs> if you call that number on the fun fact. Okay, so Stranger Things fun fact. If you call that pizza, the number on the pizza van, it actually works. And it does. It gives him his little. I've heard that. Yeah. It gives him that monologue, he says, which is why I keep saying like pineapple on your pie, bro. Because that's what he says. Yeah. Thank you for calling Surfer Boy Pizza. Blah blah blah. He does that. It's basically they they clipped the the monologue he gives for his speech on the phone. Okay. And they just they then it just says, "All right, bye," and then it hangs up. And I'm just like, "Wow, that's cool marketing." It is. It's smart, you know. The fact that someone tired to call it that's even cooler. Anyway, that's all I got. So anyway, um, thank you guys for listening to this bonus episode of The Basement, where Corey and I just completely <laughs> went batshit crazy over Stranger Things season four. If you haven't seen Stranger Things season four and you listen to this show, uh, sorry, we spoiled it for you. Anyway, <laughs> enjoy the rest of your day.